the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friday night at our Epiphany Mass, the Feast of Light, we remember that we are now in the age, the season of light. For as the prophet Isaiah proclaimed, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and another part of what he spoke. He also said the people who walked in darkness have now seen a great light. And in that mass, we looked forward to that light having come to the earth, spreading all around us and growing within us as we journey through the complete and finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ by grace-filled remembrance through all of the liturgical seasons each and every year. We have the opportunity for an epiphany to be experienced in our lives, the manifestation of God to us at every step of our journey through the birth, life, death, resurrection, ascension of Jesus Christ and in the outpouring of his Holy Spirit. And we ended that mass with this question. If that's true, if the light not only has come, but has come to consistently reveal himself, manifest himself, show himself to us. And the question came to us, how will we approach that light? How will we approach that light, the light of life, Christ our God, in each and every part of the journey? And today on the first Sunday of Epiphany, I pray that we will come to see more clearly how we ought to do so. Please look at the front of your bulletin at the icon of the visitation of the Magi. And keep it handy in front of you as we consider a number of things this morning. I want you to see a number of things first is with the posture of the Magi, the wise men, the kings, these rulers from the east. First, remember this, that just prior to this scene in the icon, all of these men, they had been invited by God to come and behold God. And they said yes to the invitation and they presented themselves to Christ our God even as a child. And here in this scene, you can see it, in the presence of the Word of God made flesh, even as a child. They were so impacted by the reality and showing forth of God within that they fell down. They had no other thing to do but to fall down and worship Him, worship him and offer Him what they had. They offered the most valuable and the most precious gifts to him in response to beholding God in this child. And they would forever be changed. They would go away forever changed by the experience of God. God now visible. The God who once could not be seen and touched now can be seen and touched. And they experience this. And my friends, for those of you who have ears to hear and eyes to see... You have just witnessed the only, in this icon, and in what the Magi experienced beholding God in the flesh, you have just witnessed the only Christianity that saves the souls of mankind. You've seen this, God coming, God making himself present, God inviting mankind to come and behold him as he is present, and as mankind comes and beholds God, Mankind is, walks away forever changed by that experience. That is our salvation. 
And you've just witnessed the centerpiece and hub of the Christian experience, the eternal worship of God and the divine liturgy in which we come by his invitation. We come to behold him and to receive him practically, tangibly, physically, spiritually. We come to receive him into ourselves, the one who is the bread of life. And in this icon, I tell you, you've also witnessed the daily life of every believer in the kingdom of God now drawn so close to them. That we have the opportunity to have this epiphany of God in every day of our walk with him. The manifestation of God to us, the showing forth of God to us in his fullness in the person of Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit in such a way that we walk away from that event forever changed. Just like the scriptures say about the wise men and say that they went back a different way. Because they beheld God in Christ. So let's look at these two things of the Magi and what they tell us about ourselves. We said this already. They were invited by God to behold God. And they said yes to the invitation. They presented themselves and God was delighted to present himself to them. And their response in worship is that they offered. We see this in the icon. Look at their posture. They offered the most appropriate and precious gifts to Christ now come into flesh as a response of worship to the divine presence that they were experiencing in that place. And so what is it? The Magi offered the most precious gift. What is it that we offer as we respond to the invitation of him? That we come to him in this very place and behold him and worship him. What do we offer him when we come to him in the liturgy and in our daily fellowship with him that we call the communion of prayer? We look at our epistle for the answer to this question. St. Paul in his letter to the Romans in chapter 12, he says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies. And that word body, it's not just a physical body. Don't get that wrong. That word body that Paul is using is the entire self. Body, spirit, soul, emotions, everything in our human creation. That you present your bodies, your whole self, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable worship. We hear this in Mass every Sunday. And here we offer ourselves, our souls and bodies. You see, this offering, like the Magi offered their precious gifts, is what we present to Christ as we come to Him in response to beholding Him as He's come to us. And I tell you that just like the Magi, in presenting ourselves, in offering ourselves whole self to Him as He's present with us, it is the most appropriate and something that is of the highest value to the Lord your God that you're offering to him. For understand this. This one who has come to you now. Who presents himself to you now. This is the one that knit your bodies together in your mother's womb. And having done that, this is the one who breathed life into what he had created. Giving you the most precious gift you could ever be given. And the only thing you have that is eternal. Gifting you with a soul. And he did this in your mother's womb. And he calls us now to offer that back to him in response to him. He draws us to himself just as the Magi so that we will come to him, behold him, and he with great joy will manifest himself to us. And there we offer our souls and bodies so that by the experience of him, his epiphany, his manifestation to us 
in these very moments, that which we offer to him, ourselves, might be elevated, might ascend, might come out of all of this fallenness and be changed forever. And like the wise men, we leave a different way. We leave a different way. I like to think about it as the great salvation is the constant great exchange. We come before God and we offer him all of this fallenness. We offer him the death within us and in exchange he gives us life. We offer all that's been creating chaos within us and he offers us the order that brings peace. We offer him the illness of our soul and in exchange in those moments he offers us health and wellness of being of person. This is what happens when we gather together here and we commune with him in prayer and fellowship. We also need to understand what it means when we come to offer our body and soul to Christ Jesus who is tangibly present with us. It means this, that we have been invited by God to come to him imperfect. We have been invited by God to come to him in our fallenness. We have been invited by him to come to him not pretty. Real, authentic, precisely who and where we are in those moments. Those areas that are not yet healed and in great need of his healing and mercy and redemption. And what I just said is very reasonable for his coming and for his invitation and is spreading out this very banquet for us where he's fully present. It was the very reason for which he invited the shepherds and then invited the magi to come just as they were to behold him. Because he knows, he knows that the only, it's only by his epiphany, which is a real and living experience granted for the human person, every soul. It's only by that epiphany the making known of God's self to us that we can be saved from all of this that we brought to him. Only by our com coming into contact with a very tangible Savior, the Word made flesh, can we ascend from the fall to the glory of paradise. You see, it ultimately, it is mercy that made a way, that invites you. It is mercy that has made a way for you and me to come and to behold him and to be transformed. And if you don't understand that, then you didn't listen to the words I read from St. Paul in its entirety. Listen to him. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your whole self as a living sacrifice. He says, by the mercy of God, that phrase in the Greek, it's really more like this, because of the reality and the depth the incomprehensible depth of the mercy of God. In clear view of the mercy of God, present yourselves. Come, come experience his mercy. That's what makes the way for this. It's the mercy that manifested God in Christ to the Magi. Because they said yes to come. And it's the mercy of God that manifests Christ to us, to every soul that says yes to that invitation to come and to offer themselves. This blasted idea that keeps trying to creep in for 2,000 years, by the way, into the church. That you better make sure you're perfect and holy before you enter those days, enter those doors. is a lie from the pit of hell. And I say that in all seriousness. Yes, we prepare our souls to come. 
We make preparation in prayer to prepare us to come to the invitation. But you come real and you come broken because he sets this banquet to heal you. And he doesn't set a banquet to heal what he thinks in his mind or we should ever think in our mind is not broken. We come back to the reality, the nuts and bolts where the rubber meets the road of salvation, the encounter with Christ, our God. And so when we come and offer ourselves, there's really a twofold offering that we're offering. You know, he has worked healing in our lives. He has renewed us. He has redeemed many aspects of our being. And so we come and when we offer that part of ourselves, we offer that great thanksgiving for the salve of healing that he did in our life that produced so much relief in us. We give him that great thanksgiving, which is why it's called Eucharist. It means the great thanksgiving. But at the same time, we offer ourselves that are still in need of more healing. And we keep coming to the epiphany over and over again. Look at your bulletin. Look at the icon once again. And I want you to keep your eyes on it for just a moment, if you would. Because I'll tell you that in this icon, we see the reality of what is present here, right now, every time we gather together in the liturgy, the Eucharist, the eternal worship of God. Here, the kingdom of God is unveiled and made manifest and drawn very close to us. Look at all of it. Here, the angels are so very close to us, surrounding us, warring for us, worshiping with us, and helping to lift our souls, our spirits, to the praise of God and to assist us in that offering we're making. And here, the mother of God, look at her in the icon. Don't miss her, it's important. Here, the mother of God, look at her arms. It's as if you look at her and she is saying, Behold him. Look at him. It's as if she's offering him to us, but also directing the gaze of our soul. Look upon the light that is come. And as we gather together here, she intercedes for us that the path would be clear to receive the manifestation of Christ for the healing of our souls. She is here and praying with us. And here Christ, the centerpiece of the icon, the word of God made flesh, is with us. Emmanuel, come to save us as we have come to be healed. And he takes bread and wine and he makes it himself for us. Here we behold him. Here we touch God. And here God touches us. And from that great gift we're healed and we go away that different way. And with all of that in mind that you see in the icon, I say that's the daily walk of the Christian as well. That we take everything we've gained here and we walk in the presence of the angels, the saints of God, the mother of God, Christ himself, and the kingdom of God brought so very near us on a daily basis for the daily epiphany and healing of our souls. My friends, I don't know how else to say it, but everything that I just expressed to you, that is Christianity. That is the salvation of mankind by the light of the world that has come for us and draws us to himself. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.